Hey, Neffers, we have a sponsor on the podcast this week. Today's episode is brought to you by... 80s Baby. 80sbaby.net. It's a pop culture nostalgia website created by Brooklyn comedian John Bilancini. Oh, you mean John Bilancini from the podcast 1994, the podcast which I used to host? Yep, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, John publishes a new article detailing some bit of pop culture ephemeria you Ooh, probably nice. forgot you loved. Thanks, that word's hard. Stuff like Pizza Hut's Book It program and a definitive ranking of No Fear t-shirts. So, if you like remembering simpler times when your biggest concern was waking up in time to catch the Muppet Babies on Saturday mornings, check out 80s, baby. That's HTTP colon slash slash E-I-G-H-T-I-E-S-B-A-B-Y dot net. Or find it on Twitter at Nostalgia is a Drug. Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front, a podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to The Nostalgic Front. I am the Brandon Ream, and with me as always is... The Patrick Hasty. Hey, Patrick. How the hell are you? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm fantastic. <sighs> fantastic. Uh, you could even say fan-fucking-tastic. Fan-fucking-tastic? Yes, I fucked a fan. Oh, Jesus Christ. Not, a, not in that effort, just a literal you put your ceiling cock in, fan. You put your cock in a ceiling fan? Uh-huh. Ooh. Not What's really. That? No, that would have hurt. One time I was fucking around. I wasn't having sex. No, no, it wasn't in the blade. It was just in the side of it. I don't know. I don't like this. Uh, you want to start again? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, we are? No, no, no. I like it. Okay, fine. Uh, one time I had a fan. I used to like taking the knob off, taking the, the blade off the fan mm-hmm. so that it was just like that little like circular power takeoffy looking thing. Uh-huh. And one time I did that and I would play with that. I don't know why. I just like taking stuff apart. So you take the cage off, then you take the blade off. And it's just like a thing spinning, an engine spinning. And I'd tie strings to it and let it wrap up strings and stuff. But one time it fell over, fell into my chest and like drove into my chest. And I'm going to show you right now to this day. Oh, he's taking his shirt off again. To this day. Podcast is officially started. I got, do you see this? Like I got that. Uh, there's a mole somewhere right here. Do oh, yeah. It? Listeners, do you see this? There's a mole on my chest that is sliced in half because this drill drilled into it. It hurt. Man. Yeah. I always liked trying to stop the fan by pressing the cover into the blade you know oh what I mean? yeah, yeah yeah like into the middle i like put talking or putting and, your finger in there and it'd get a little hot because you're trying to stop it i like talking into it and saying things like oh yeah like luke luke oh, yeah don't fuck your sister and he didn't he well that we know of and one yeah. of the books they get pretty close splinter of the mind's eye oh yeah yeah well that's uh pre-canonized that's not his sister no zon is he was all about that shit yeah he was always trying to get him to fuck Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we're doing another one of those ones that we haven't named yet. Unnamed. Unnamed fun size word. You don't know what we're talking about. Uh-uh. But the listeners know. They do. And I know. But you don't know, and that's exciting. How does it make you feel? It, made, An- it made me feel small and bad. Antsy. Antsy. Oh, I like that. Um, oh, we got an update from Bite Force Anti-Malware. Something's loading up, so that's exciting. Um oh. That uh, it's all the internet is so anti mall. Yeah, I know? loved him. Uh, They've killed retail. 
Uh oh, I was thinking Darth Maul. Oh, the internet's pro Darth Maul. We love that guy. Can't get enough of him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, especially uh, Ben Wasserman. Oh yeah, he fucking. Oh, if you guys aren't following a fellow named, we got to have him on the show. We do. Ben Wasserman on Instagram just constantly posts this drawing. I of, hope he's not anti podcast. No, this drawing of Darth Maul jacking his cock off, and it's huge. It's mm-hmm. so fun. And Instagram gets mad at him and takes it down and blocks him, and he they just do? keeps repo. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, what yeah. a bunch of cock blocks! I, totally. Ah. Oh, I love it. Um, goddamn. Okay, so today we're yeah. doing a, an episode. Yeah, I got this uh, timer. Now, I think this is something that we've talked about a handful of times, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, I don't know if we've ever... We, I know it's been referenced. I don't know where your brain is with it. I, I don't think you know a lot. But uh, so uh, here's... I got notes. Cool. I set a timer set right Set a timer right now. Now. Okay, now what we're talking about today, uh, it's set, it was set in Brooklyn. Oh, Super Mario Brothers Super Show. You got it. Uh, it takes place between 1992 and 1995. Oh, Super Mario Brothers Super Show. It has Captain Lou Albino in it. Oh, for real? Uh, it also has uh, Ahmad Rashad, Felicia Rashad, Dulé Hill from Psych, Dr. Dre, the rapper from, you know, uh-huh. Dr. Dre from MTV with his buddy Ed Lover, Spike Lee. Mark Lynn Baker, a.k.a. Cousin Larry, Daisy Fuentes, Harry Connick Jr., Sam Jackson. These are all these are, are all guest characters in this thing. And in the pilot storyline, an X-Men arcade game plays a major background role. Do you have any clue what this is? Set in Brooklyn. Set in Brooklyn. From 92 to 95? Yeah. With all these characters as a TV show? Uh, uh, yeah, it is a television show. Good guess. Animated? Ah, uh, no. Maybe a teeny bit of CGI occasionally. Crazy. Oh, fuck. Is it Ghost Rider? Baby! <laughs> yeah, you got it. It's Ghost Rider. Uh, you, I didn't think you were going to guess so quick, so now I got to pull up the other video because I have the... Wikipedia? No, I have the theme song right here. Oh. Word. We don't know where he came from. He just showed up one night. What is that thing? He's not an alien. What is he? We think he might be a ghost. Be serious. He wants to be friends with us. He can't hear and he can't talk. He can read anything. Letters and he writes with them. <laughs> what a new concept. Yeah, right? That means he wants you on the team. You have to promise never to tell anybody about Ghost Rider. Solve mysteries. He's a ghost, and he writes to us. Ghost <laughs> <Ghostwriter. laughs> I'm glad. Oh, I wasn't clear on what was that he was a ghost that writes until that kid at the end put it so concisely. That's great because so it's so funny because uh, so Ghost Rider kicks ass. Do you, what do you do? You watch it? No, nah. I loved it. I watched uh, it all I never the time. Liked it. 
I loved once, it. Once it came on, I was like, "All right, time to trying to time to play some Final it's Fantasy." It's so good. Oh man, it's so good. Uh, but what's funny is so okay. So I've got my I got my work here. Um, uh, did you uh, write those notes? Yeah. Or, oh, I typed this all out. Just making sure you didn't use a uh, a ghostwriter. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, this is actually about that film with Jennifer Garner called Ghostwriter from two thousand. Oh. Uh, Nicholas Cage on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Garner's in that? No, there's another movie called The Ghost Rider, which is oh. like a, a period, not a, but like a prestige film. But then there's Ghost Rider. You mean, uh, The Prestige? Yeah, you got it. Uh, so let me tell you, listeners, now, Reem, you're already on board. You love this Don't show. Don't you have a Wikipedia to read? That's right here. Ghost Rider is an American. In your paper? In my paper, yeah. A paper? I r- wanted to make sure, I didn't know if Ghost Rider could affect danger, uh, cell phones, so I wanted to make sure if he wanted to chime in, he could rearrange these letters on this paper. Ghost Rider is an American children's mystery television series created by Liz Nealon and produced by the Children's Television Workshop, now known as Sesame Workshop, and BBC. Uh, it began airing on PBS on October 4th, 1992, and the final episode aired on February 12th, 1995. The series revolves around a close-knit circle of friends from Brooklyn who solve neighborhood crimes and mysteries as a ghost, uh, as a, as a team of young detectives with the help of an invisible ghost named Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider can communicate with the kids only by manipulating whatever texts and letters he finds, uh, using them to form words and sentences. The series was filmed on location in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. That's like not far from here. No. Not at all. Like, not... That's very close. Uh, they got the monolisk. Yeah. What's a monolisk? Uh, one lisk. Oh, okay. Uh, it was designed to help teach reading skills, writing skills, and uh, help improve elementary and middle school kids' learning ability. Now, I watched this show. Loved it. I love everybody involved. Did I... I mean, I know it was a PBS show, but, like, I didn't realize how, like, actually... Uh, school related it was until I rewatched. I rewatched a bunch of episodes last night. The bastards tricked you. Didn't they did. They? they tricked me into learning. Would you know? I hate that. Yeah. I uh, now. Did you? So you literally knew you never saw. You never watched it. Uh. Uh-uh. That's uh, crazy. Nope. It it had nothing to do with Ghost Rider. No. Which already like upset me. I know. And, and I wasn't aware of Ghost Rider. I wasn't aware of the comic book uh, fella yet. So yeah, to me, like just, this is the original. It's not even a, I don't know, maybe the disembodied ghost Yeah, was kind of lame, too, well, where it's like, oh, now we just get some letters flying It's kind of heartbreaking, because, it, so, what's fun is then that Do theme, you ever find out what Ghost Rider is? Well, we do. Can we get some, I'm a Backstory? Can, I, I want some canon. So, the thing, so, the first, what's funny is that, so, the way Ghost Rider worked is there was, eight, there was 76 episodes, but, or 74 episodes, but there was only 18 stories. Who wrote them? Uh, like a handful of writers, one of them being Kermit Frazier, who went on to write Kermit for... Kermit the Frazier? Yeah, Kermit the Frazier, who went on to write for Gullah Gullah Island and shows like that. Um, But what's crazy is, so there, there's 74 episodes, but there's only 18 stories. So every episode, every story would be like four to five episodes long. No. So you so you get tricked into watching, like, I, last, yeah. literally last night I was like, I think I want to watch, I'll watch the pilot. That's fucking six episodes for that whole story. Um, and what's funny is the theme song, which isn't on the pilot, but it's on the, it's not on the first five oh, episodes. Is that what you played? The thing I played was the theme song, but all those little quotes, that's basically just everything that happens in the pilot. Yeah. So they have all the, you know what I mean? Like all the interesting information. always interesting that on the credits. Yeah. Like sometimes when you see a, like I was always thrown away as a kid when you'd watch Full House and like the pilot episode had a theme, had a, the opening credits. Yeah. But it had stuff that didn't happen until like. Episode nine or something, yeah. you know? That was always it's great. always great uh, 
Because you have this, like, uh, at least for me growing up, I had this completionist thing yeah. going with TV shows. Just, oh, yeah. So when every once in a while you'd get to see the one, they'd show the pilot episode or mm-hmm. whatever episode ha- from Married with Children had, like, all of the opening credit bits. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all of a sudden you see it and you're like, oh, yeah. I remember they did that with uh, Chip and Dale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you see these intros over and over all the time and you're like, I want to see... When Chip and Dale yeah. have to get tied together and walk a plank on a totally, sword. Totally, totally. And then finally one day, they fucking throw you that bone and you're like, it's it's the one from the credits. Yeah. And what this does is, this, so their opening is more of a, it's almost like an SNL-y style where it's like them on the street They're and then they look po- at the camera. Political yeah, in- like a lot of Bernie stuff. Yeah, Baldwin's on it doing Trump. Uh, but, uh, but then whenever they would, those, the sound bites you heard, like when you hear Jamal be like, a he's a of, ghost and he writes to us, ghost writer. That's all from the first five episodes. We had a lot of sound bites on that, uh, fun size we did with Gideon. I thought they lost <sighs> all their, oh yeah. Cause we were eating a lot. Uh-huh. I'm surprised we didn't get any hate for that. Not yet. Not yet. It's I only mean, been out at, a couple of weeks. time of, uh. As a time of recording. I'm surprised we didn't get any hate for losing Surge out in that fucker. That's honestly... Hey, it surged into the Elite Eight. Uh, I let you, you said that joke like every time Surge did well, too. Uh, but anyways, okay, so you asked a little bit about wanting to know the history of Ghost Rider. Yeah. So in the first... Not the show, but the guy. Yeah. So in the first... Sorry to assume... It is a male. Of course. In the first... <laughs> of course. Uh, in the first episode, when he first presents himself, so he was in a book... So Samuel Jackson... He presented himself? He did. He showed his cock. Canceled. Uh, yeah. No wonder. <laughs> Canceled. Uh, so Jamal, who was always my... I identified with the most. Uh, uh, he was. He's the one you see first and everything like uh-huh. that. Even though he's weirdly not considered the star, He's but he is the one you see the most. Did they have that Air Supply song about him? What's that? Jamal out of love. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> uh, Jamal's ca- the actor Sorry. that played him. Sorry. His name was Sheldon Turnipseed, and I thought it was so crazy that somebody's last name would be Turnipseed. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like a common last name. But his dad in the series is played by Samuel Jackson. And Samuel Jackson in 1992 or whatever was not as big of a star. So, like. Yeah, you can uh, completely. Uh, there's one point that completely changes Samuel L. Jackson's career. Pulp Fiction? And that happens in 1994. Pulp Fiction, Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, he, at that time, he'd just done... Uh, he was a guest in like a bunch of Spike Lee movies. Uh-huh. He's also... He gets killed in the beginning of True Romance. At the coca- oh, yeah, that's right. At the cocaine deal. He, robs, he gets, Well, that's what happened in Ghost Rider. He gets he, killed in a cocaine deal. He tries to rob uh, the McDowell's restaurant. Oh, that's right. In Coming to America? Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, he's also Emilio Estevez's... Uh, partner in national lampoons loaded weapon one there's some joke where like his character's name is like black guy and like seven movies or something early on in his career um <laughs> but it's funny though so 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 that's his dad and so that's what happens is in the in the pilot episode in the first the very first episode episode one they're hit uh, jamal's older sister's going away to college so they're down in the basement trying to get this trunk when they do that this old timey book falls on the floor and ghost ghost writer flies out of it <laughs> ghost writer is a little cgi it's like a it's like a little circle Letters. with some like, no, no, no. Like the actual, he has like a being too. It's like a little circle with like uh, three, like almost asterisk. Almost looks like a Wi-Fi logo or something like that. Uh-huh. It looks like it would be a logo today. And he flies out of this old timey book, right? And then when he first shows book, him. All books are old timey. When he, when he first shows himself to Jamal, who's the first one to see him. Jamal got this, his sister who's moving to college, gave her his computer. So in his computer, he, wrote, so he writes like, Jamal kicks ass or something like that. And then 
And I, then Jamal has to enter the number four, 15, yeah, totally, yeah, sixteen. Uh, but then Ghost Rider rearranges the letters and is like, "Help me, help me! Where are the children? Help me, help me, help me!" And it's kind of scary. And then later, uh, another girl, Lenny, sees him, and uh, when she sees him, she's like, "What's your story?" So they start asking Ghost Rider about his story, and he just kind of he doesn't understand what a computer is, so they don't know his history. He says he's lost and he's scared, but he will agree to help them as long as they write to him, and then he'll help them solve these crimes eventually. But this is at the very beginning. But later, years later, in 2010, uh, Kermit Frazier, uh, the Frazier, Kermit the Frazier, the yeah. uh, writer, he said that Ghost Rider was the ghost of a runaway slave during the American Civil War, and he, he had taught other slaves how to read and was killed by slave catchers and their dogs. His soul was then tr- kept in that book, and he was a distant relative of Jamal, and or at least the book was given to a distant relative of Jamal. But when the book was, he was trapped inside that book. His his soul was. And now when that book opened up in the first episode, he was released. But he thinks he he doesn't understand what's happening either. He like to him, he's just kind of been like asleep or whatever since the eighteen sixties. And so that's why he knows about Brooklyn. He knows about New York, but he doesn't know about like modern day Brooklyn or New York or anything. Yeah. Um. And so it's uh it's it's got a kind of a dark. But also like a really like he's Ghost Rider is empowering, which is funny because that's obviously a like that was like they never put that in the show. You know, that was like they're going off. But like he's also like a corny, goofy dude. So it's like kind of cool that this runaway slave liked slapsticky jokes and stuff like that all the time, too. You know, uh, well, you got to keep the mood light somehow. Totally. Yeah. And the show is very funny. It has a lot of fun jokes, uh, a lot of uh, uh, uh uh, like that, like slapstick, uh, a lot of uh, pop culture references. It was a PBS show, so I think maybe they were got, could get away with more stuff. Like with the X Men, they showed they they play the X Men arcade game and they talk about Wolverine and they talk about the X Men and stuff. Um, they talk about Michael Jordan a lot. They talk about like pop culture stuff all the time. Um, and then through Ghost Rider, they just uh, he just helps them solve these mysteries, and it's all like school based mysteries. It's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like. Uh, um, somebody's gonna be cheating on a test, or somebody's framing somebody else for cheating on a test. Oh, why you gotta be so hater? It's Ghost Rider. Just let him. Well, it's more. It's not so much. It's not like somebody's cheating. Let's find out it's cheating. It's somebody's cheating, and they framed Alex, and now Alex is gonna get in a lot of trouble for it. Who's framing Alex? And then they go oh, figure right, that out. Right. And then it's also a lot of local Fort Greene, Brooklyn things like uh this one bodega is getting shut down because people are saying this is happening there mm-hmm. and it's really not and so they're going to try to figure it out so they can save the bodega from getting shut down really it's just the the a big uh, you know like a company wants to put in an apartment or something. center totally yes it's shit like that um the second storyline in the show is uh the dad from uh alf willie uh-huh. who's apparently a real piece of shit uh he runs a, a, vi- a video store and people are stealing his videos and stealing his equipment and he's, he's upset about it. Right. And so then it's five episodes of them trying to do research. And then at the end, they find out that it was him the whole time that he was doing all the stealing because he was afraid the FBI was going to come after him because he was, he was doing the thing where you hook two VCRs up and you, ri- you tape the videos. Mm-hmm. He was selling bootleg VHS tapes. It sucks. And he thought the FBI was after him. It sucks finding out people suck. Yeah. That guy was supposed to be terrible. Like, uh... It's kind of funny, dawned on me yesterday that uh, if you're watching uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yeah, it's, uh, gee, I hope that actor played by the guy who killed somebody yeah. can get away from the guy who's He's a, a pedophile. pedophile. Yeah, totally. And I hope that he does make some time to get to class with that guy who's a fucking, uh, was a game show guy, but now is like a crazy right wing 
Trump supporter. Oh yeah, Ben, ben Stein. Stein. Yeah. 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 How, also, how, how? Hey, Ferris Bueller's canceled. What's all the? How can you be right wing? Uh, when you used to just give people your money. Yeah. Hey, I think we can all agree the real winner of Ben Stein's money was uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel, right? That Fuck guy yeah. fucking kicks ass. Uh, I mean, he's all right. He's. Hmm? I like Kimmel. Okay. You enough. don't like? You don't love him? I don't love. Oh, him. I like. I like him a lot. I think he's great. He's got good politics. He does good stuff, and he uses his voice in good ways. Uh, speaking of using your voice in good ways, I wanted to Has bring he done up any voice work. I'm sure. I feel like he was probably in like Shark Tale too. I know uh, who's this other guy, Adam Carolla. Oh yeah, that guy. Uh, yeah, and maybe he he's. Was, we're he, not was in, he did the voice and drawn together. Oh yeah, I remember that <laughs> show. Remember that, Weird. That show. Uh, I'm not a big Corolla head, but I do like. A I Kimmel. drove one before. Oh, uh, I love a Corolla. A I like Toyota. The fact, I like the fact that uh, he did construction, and yeah. and, and comedy. I don't like the fact that he tells people to stop following their dreams because we need plumbers. It's like, if everybody wants to be a, fan, a writer or a comedian, then how are we going to have plumbers? Why not both? Yeah, why can't you be both? Or why do you... You're already you've made it. He's that... He, I don't know. We need, we need to talk about... Cool. We got plenty of plumbers. Um. Okay, so I'm going to read you some of the episode titles. Okay. okay. Now, remember, these are four or five episode long titles, but these are the story titles. There's Who Burned Mr. Brinker's Store? To Catch a Creep, Into the Comics, Building Bridges, Who is Max Mouse? We'll never know. Uh, Don't Stop the Music, What's Up, Alex? Uh, A Crime in Two Cities, Four Days of the Cockatoo, and Attack of the Slime Monster. So they they had this like fun, uh, almost like a, uh, uh, what's that show called? Uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mm-hmm. It was like that. It was a lot of like interesting little stories like that where each one was like a crime scene. And it okay. wasn't, it wasn't corny like three, two, one contact where like, look at the screen. Can, what is the thing? It was like, this was an actual story they were trying to figure out. Can we reboot it into a film franchise? I would love to. I would love to reboot Ghost Rider. I think that's a, they did a new Ghost Rider series in like uh, the late 90s and it didn't really take off. Mm-hmm. And then the BBC radio or something like that, there's an audio version that came out in like 2006 okay. with all the same characters. Um, speaking, about- I want to talk to you about the char- characters, okay? Uh, do you remember any of the characters on the show? Uh, a... Fuck you. T. Do you remember any of their any of their names or anything? Qu- anything no, about I them? don't. I didn't watch. You the never show. watched a single episode. No. Oh, okay. Well, there's Jamal, who I've already mentioned. Uh, his his dad his dad was Sam Jackson. His grandma is uh, Marcella Lowry, who she was a male woman or a male letter carrier, and she, you might remember her from the Cosby Show. She was Eldon's mom on the Co- Cosby Show. You remember her curly hair, Mm-mm. really like sassy and fucking hilarious. Great, great jokes. Uh. And so he was, and he was kind of like a little, not like upper, like he, he lived, they lived in like a nice town home, basically. Um, then there's Lenny, who was, uh, she was, I a big crush I had on her, played by an actress named uh, Blaze Burdall, not to be confused with Bo Bergadal, the United States Army soldier who was held captive from 19, or from 2009 to 2014 by the Taliban. Uh, they're different people. Uh, but she was a rapper and her dad was a jazz musician and there's a lot of very great cringy scenes of this like 10 year old girl rapping oh but like almost like we gotta save the city because that's what we gotta do that's how we help each other it was which it's important there's a lot of like corny shit like i that. love bad rap me too bad for you like 90s i literally rap. was like f- fast forwarding through these little scenes God, where she's doing that i want to go and like there's a lot of uh 
rapping involved with uh, public service. Uh, like, well, public enemy. Like, like PDAs, I'm talking Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, you know, all those commercials that are on in between your Saturday morning cartoon. Well, there's also that now all of now a sudden still. somebody's trying to rap about how you shouldn't smoke drugs. They still have that now with like uh, the... And you shouldn't be racist. Cars for Gold will have a weird rap or whatever, you know? Like, they still do those yeah. corny weird raps. All that was the thing. That's, it's never a good sign when your fast food restaurant has a commercial with a white rapper in it. Like, Taco Bell did that. Uh, another well, one is doing that I now. Mean, a lot of fast foods have white wrappers. For sure, because yeah. they got to keep their burgers clean yeah, in like the bag. The yellow ones are for cheese and white's for hamburger. Um. Okay, I'm going to burn through these. Oh, and also you personally might remember Lenny because she he is... He always got stuff in his eyes. She's the little girl in Pet Cemetery, the original Pet Cemetery, Ugh. the daughter. Don't bring that up. Sorry, man. Uh, then we have Alex and so Lenny... Some things are left better buried. Lenny lives in a apartment... With her jazz dad uh, above Alex and Gabby's dad's uh, bodega, so they have a bodega. Alex and Gabby are, are brother and sister. Uh, Alex is great at solving mysteries. Gabby's the youngest, and everybody on the team loves her. Uh, but she was recast in the second season. Uh, Tina is Gabby's best friend. She's Vietnamese. Uh, she uh, ha- uh, Alex has a huge crush on her, and she works for the school paper. And during the series, there's an episode where she takes improv classes. So that's fun. Nice. Yeah. Um. And then, and they, that's the original five, those ones. They all hang out all the time. Uh, then eventually. What are their, uh, powers? Uh, flight. Seeing into the future. Nah, basically. They, of, what kind of flight? Of fancy? Yeah, they can just talk to this ghost that'll be like, uh, right. oh, hey, I saw somebody write the sentence. I'm going to kill that person. And then that's, they're I like, well, like oh, let's figure it out. Uh, I have the power of flight. I used to fancy. I used to want Ghostwriter to be real. I used to Beast. like, literally, I'd write down on pieces of paper, like, Ghostwriter, can you see this? Because I wanted it to be real so bad. Mm-hmm. When they all wanted to talk, because this was before cell phones and like even like AOL wasn't a thing. So if they were like, if they all needed to get together fast, they would write rally something on a piece of paper. So like if it was Alex, it'd be rally A. If it was Lenny, they'd be rally L. And the ghostwriter would read that and then show it to everybody. So you'd be walking down the street and you'd see a sign that said like, uh, no parking in this alley. And then all the letters would rearrange to say rally L. And then Alex would be like, oh, fuck, I got to get to Lenny's house, you know? Um, and that's kind of like a quick way to get in touch with each other when you don't have walkie talkies or cell phones or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually more people jump on board. Rob, uh, who was kind of a upper crusty, but like a real loner, but then he moves to Australia. So that was the first time they had to deal with a loss. Uh, Hector lost you the television he was show in one. Australia. He, he was on the plane. Uh, Hector, uh, who was great, who was a friend of Gabby Hector later went on to, I don't know his, that guy's name, but I love these PBS shows. That are all based out of New York and yeah. everything. And then they just keep it in the urban environment and be like, uh, it's very multicultural. Oh, totally. And that's one thing this show did for sure is everybody's represented. Uh, and like not token either. Maybe maybe if somebody was smarter than me could do this and be like, well, of course they're doing this because they're the black character or they're mm-hmm. the Asian character. But I didn't see that. Growing up as a kid in Iowa where there wasn't a lot of this around me, I was just like, oh, these guys were just all the same. And, we're, and I'm getting exposed to this. Um, Hector went on to be on the real, the, the actor that played him was later on the real world Philadelphia. And on the show, I remember him being like, I was a child star. I was on Ghost Rider. And even everybody on the show is like, we don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Uh, Man, and then, that must have been like the really real world. Totally. Uh, uh, other guest stars. Philadelphia? I, oh, I got you. Yeah, I, I see. Uh, I told you all the star guest stars are on at the top, right? All those people that were on the show. 
Um, other guest stars around the show was uh, that I thought was of note was Julia Stiles. Remember her from Saving yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's on six episodes and she plays this bad girl named Erica Dansby. Who she has, plays a good bad girl. She has a nose ring and they oh, think yeah. she's they think she's the bad. She, she's a hacker and they think she's the bad person in the episode. They think she's the bad guy. But she's not. She's she. They they just they judged her because she's a hacker and she wears a nose ring. But she really wasn't. And then my favorite weird reference from this episode when I was doing research about Ghostwriter is that the principal of their school, Principal Kelly, is played by the actress Ellen Singer, Ellen Foley. Do you know who Ellen Foley is? No. I only know her from the reference in the Hold Steady song, certain songs where they say. B1 is for the good girls, and it's only the die, good die young. C9 is for the making eyes, and it's paradise by the dashboard light. B12 is for the speeders, and D4 is for the lovers. And the hard drugs are for the bartenders and the kitchen workers and the bartenders' friends. And they're playing it again, and Ellen Foley gives us hope. And certain songs, they're scratched into our soul. Ellen Foley is the girl singing in Paradise by the Dashboard Light with Meatloaf. Oh. Yeah. And so, like, can you, like, this is how weird life is, as I'm like, Doing research about fucking Ghostwriter for this dumb episode. And I'm like, Ellen Foley, isn't that in a fucking Hold Steady song? And then I start reading, and then I just listen to Paradise by the Dashboard Light for like half an hour. So that's insane, right? Also, you only listen to half of the song. Yeah, I listen to the first 15 seconds, <laughs> the first 15%. Um, but yeah, goddamn, that's, uh, let's see, I had one other thing that I thought was kind of interesting about it. Do you have any questions? No. You gotta add something. I have. I've had quips. You're right, you have. Um... Uh, was there anything you were curious about since you never watched the show? Was there anything you were worried, were interested in? Mm, no. What a dud of an episode. I really thought I had something here. Yeah? You and, yeah. I thought we've had a good one. It is good. So far, I just... Uh I just don't know shit about shit. Yeah, on it, the on the Ghost Rider front, it was it was really interesting to see all of um, uh, uh. The Brooklyn and New York like references and stuff like that. Retroactively? Yeah, now that I live here and stuff like that. And I would constantly do that. I'd see like them walking through a park and then I would Google what that park looks like today. And it's obviously it's gentrified and stuff because it's Fort Green or whatever. But um it is cool like like well that park is still there and that weird uh statue thingy is still there and stuff like that. Um Oh, so it's not a bunch of studio shots or actually like going on like location. Oh, oh totally. A lot of the shit. Because it's shot so that's why the show had to end was because they couldn't they didn't have a budget. They shot the whole thing on a shoestring budget. So like it's constantly just on the streets. They had a few sets, probably and that's why I was wondering because Spike Lee is in an episode. I didn't see the episode, but he's in an episode. And I know that his uh what is it, two mules, whatever, his production company is somewhere in that it's in like Red Hook area and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so I'm wondering if that's like part of him like just raising Brooklyn film in the 90s was him like being in an episode or something like that, you know? Uh, because that's, I mean, like Sesame Street's filmed in Long Island City or whatever, but it's like all filmed on sets. Everything's the same. Oh, yeah. Well, it has to be. Yeah. But this, they're like, Got they're all the Muppets. They're walking and you see like fucking just random people behind them walking and who don't know a TV show is being filmed and stuff. And it's like kind of cool, like indie. It's almost like indie film, but it's like 92, and they're talking about like, did you see those bad guys at the arcade, you know? Um, but, I, but I really loved it, and I literally last night I watched five episodes in a row without even like missing a beat. Um, I still think... I, never any like rival ghosts? Uh, or any explanation on how he became the ghost? Never, never in the show. Just that he was just like, 
a runaway? Every once in a while, they would get the... Um, uh, he was a runaway slave, not a runaway. That makes him sound like he was just some kid that wanted to smoke oh, right. cigarettes in his parents' basement. Um, there wasn't anything like that. Um, they're big, they, had an adv- they all had this adv- uh, adversary. Uh, it was this kid named Calvin Ferguson, and his family owned the local party supply store. Uh, he received top grades in the class. Uh, but he was like a braggart and kind of a shitty kid. So they all kind of, he was kind of like, they're like, do you remember Pup Named Scooby-Doo? Oh, yeah. Remember Red Herring? No. He Red Herring was, well, obviously, he's who Fred always thought was the bad guy because oh. he was a shitty bully kid, you know? Yeah. And this was kind of their that, where they're always like, I bet Craig's involved, but or Calvin's that involved. That is funny that they would just call him Red Herring. Yeah, that was his actual character's name was Red Herring. Mm-hmm. And he had like red hair and stuff. Um, But there's that... Um. There's some interesting episodes where like time travel kind of plays in it, and I don't remember the specifics, but I couldn't find this episode. But there is one episode where they end up talking to like older people who knew of Ghost Rider when they were a kid, um, who like Ghost Rider talked to them. Is uh, negative Ghost Rider that phrase? Yeah. Is that from the show at all? No, isn't that from uh, that's from Top Gun, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I think Ghost Rider is. Um, Maybe I'm 100% wrong, but I thought Ghost Rider was... No, Ghost is just the name of a pilot, but uh, I don't think that's from Top Gun. I thought it was. Okay, well, while we're while we're playing with this, I'm going to Google that and just get a, get a, see if I can get you a good example. Um, I was going to try to see... So what I wanted to do when I started thinking of this episode was I was going to do one of those episodes where we, um, uh, we watch the episode and talk about it, but since these shows are five fucking... Yeah. Story. Every story is five episodes long. It would be impossible for us to do it that way. Um, but uh, uh, okay. The tower controller replies negative. Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. What's this from? from? What? I don't know. I'm looking. Um, what does the phrase negative Ghost Rider? The pattern is full. Mean the movie Top Gun. Maverick is a U.S. Navy pilot flying a F-14 Tomcat. At the beginning of the movie, Maverick is flying in his aircraft and will be landing. His radio He radios the control tower. Tower, this is Ghost Rider requesting a flyby. He is then told, uh, negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. Huh. So, yeah. So, there we go. I wonder if they said it in the show at some point. Maybe you know, better. Like, it's a fun re- like I said, there is pop culture references. They talk about... Oh, yeah. also, Ni- uh, Nike was a big sponsor of the show. Nike was a... Um, uh, one of the producers, basically, uh, as a way to like give back to like learning and shit like that. Uh, and so every episode started with like a cool Nike logo, and then they would all like they all these kids they all had like nice Nikes. They'd wear like Nike jackets sometimes and shit like that. Yeah, I think the show got syndicated too. Yeah, because it was uh uh educational. Because I yeah. can remember watching it not on PBS. PBS really? Yeah. So that's one of those things that I never know about because I only know of it as a PBS show. Yeah. Um and it would be on in the afternoons like around the same time that like uh, who's the boss rerun would be on or something like mm-hmm. that. Um but I liked it. Uh, I I identified with so many characters on it. It really cuz they're all my ageish, you know. Was this the first time you'd rewatched it at all? Yeah. Uh yeah, and I watched like I said five episodes, so I really got into it. Um uh Jamal is who I always I saw eye to eye with the most cuz I felt like we were very similar. In I height. I liked Alex. Alex was like kind of a cool guy. But he was also he was like good looking and cool. But he also wasn't anybody like, with an X in their name is like 5% you got it yeah totally anybody else in the room. Um, I had such a crush on Lenny. I had a crush on Gabby, even though she was supposed to be like a year younger. Um, the first Gabby. I don't know about the second Gabby. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, fuck, I'm pulling her name. Uh, Tina. I liked her a lot because she wanted she was like performative, so she wanted to be an actress. She wanted she did improv and stuff. So I was I saw I liked that because that's what you know she was kind of. 
she wasn't necessarily a class clown, but she was a drama queen, kind of. And that's kind of, I saw that. That's what I was like. Um, so, yeah, I liked all that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I guess that's my thoughts. Nice. You have no no final retort, no final questions? I'm, I, I've had them. You, we got them all out there. That's good. Well, I feel like we did that as well. Getting to talk about Ghost Rider, it's as well as we ever would have. Yeah. Um, God damn. Where can the listeners? I beat the alarm. You did. You did. It's all right. It's only by like three minutes. Three minutes. I know. I was trying to stretch it for it, but I'm like, eh, who fucking cares? Do they ever do crosswords? Uh, I think it'd be great. Like uh, They did do. F- probably just sitting around people doing the Sunday Times with yeah. Ghost Rider. Like Ghost Rider. What's a four letter word for hat? They did ask him if he'd help him cheat on tests, and he was like, I, I don't really want to do that, basically. He was just like, no. Uh, and he's like, he can help us with math problems. And they're like, only word problems, and then they laugh. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, and Lenny's like, I can, he could read my books for me and write a book report. That was what was cool about him was you could like, he could, you take a, t- a book, and he could like read it so quick, and then you could just ask him questions and be like, sum this up, and he'd did be he like, ever blah, talk? Blah, blah. No, he never spoke. Uh, he was always uh, in the writing, uh, and he would always he'd need something to like. So like he would need a magazine on the floor so that he could pull letters from that magazine to write, and then they'd hover in the air. And then every once in a while, some random ass person, like when Rob first sees him, they don't know Rob's gonna see him, so they're just like, "Oh fuck, what the hell," you know? And they say that. Yeah, they're like, "Get fuck piss, go, cocksucker." Uh, yeah, they're and then they do that Carlin bit. It's great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So that's uh that's it. I'm glad. I, yeah, and I I actually think I might keep watching it because it's a very real nostalgia feel well, that I get from it. Good. I loved that Alex and Gabby's room because they lived so get they lived their parents had the bodega. They lived above the bodega and had this cool ass bedroom. Uh, but you never really see the rest of their house. But then above that was where Lenny lived. So they all kind of were in the same building. And when you're living in Iowa, you don't have any fucking reference point for that. You know, no. Like literally, your friend well, lives know. upstairs. I've, I didn't at least not in a I've small lived town. In an apartment before. Yeah, but not when I, I didn't when I was a little kid. I guess you just that go was down not the a hall and play Super Nintendo with that kid. Yeah, see, that would be awesome. I never had that experience. Um, well, you had cows. Oh yeah, that's right. None of these fuckers had cows. Um, goddamn, where can the listeners find you on the old internet? Reamcore. R e a m k o r e. That's Reamcore with a K on your Instagrams and your Facebooks and everything like that. Um, also, check out House of Bricks comedy. Yeah, baby. Uh, on all those same platforms, it'll be at Precious Metals in Brooklyn the second Friday of every month. It's a great time. So that's about it for me. Patrick, why don't you tell everybody? Uh, you can follow me at Patrick Hasty. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-S-T-I-E, PatrickHasty.com for all upcoming shows and dates. Uh, in about a week, I'll be in mini- or Minneapolis at the Comedy Corner Underground. Uh, please uh, go buy tickets to that. It's going to be really fun. I, it's going to be special and great and cool. Uh, uh, thanks to everybody who came out to the Week of the Creek last week. Obviously, I said that on Monday, but I still mean it. It was really fun. Um. Uh. Go get on the Patreon. Thanks for struggling through us. We're almost to our hundredth episode. Hundred Monday. Yeah. Monday is our hundredth episode. That's fucking insane. 100th episodes. And then third next one week from today, our one hundredth fun size. Can you believe it? No, I cannot. No, at all. What a uh, bunch of content. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. You're, as you know, you guys are doing great with that. Hit that Patreon. We're almost there, 100 by 100, if you guys want to do it. We wouldn't even be here without You would Patreon. have to really fucking amp it up. We'd have to get like nine people in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's great. Uh, all right. Tell your friends. Be cool. Never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFR, You're an MFR. So get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. Rally NF.
Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com.